0: Were a wild time for movies so many great classics had came from this decade but one movie was so overlooked and so underappreciated and that's 1989's little monsters Ryan! ever wonder why kids get blamed for everything just because their parents can't explain it hey, do anything. Dead, Mister. The reason's right under your bed. Hey, bud. The name's Maurice, and I'll catch you later. <laughs> what goes on down there is every kid's fantasy. It's magic. It's fry. No teachers. No rules. No homework. <laughs> and the best part is, you don't see any parents telling the kids what they can't eat. We're the reason kids get locked in their rooms. <laughs> We're the reason brothers hate their sisters. <laughs> ...were also the reason that parents and their kids back again. Little Monster. Fred Savage. Howie Mandel. They act up when the sun goes down. This movie, along with countless others, used to play quite a bit on HBO back in the day. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that HBO is not what it used to be. It used to play all these great classics... And now it's full of junk, full of sports reality shows and a whole bunch of dumb shows that I don't even care about. It, it kind of reminds me of the Sci-Fi Channel. We all remember the Sci-Fi Channel when it was actually spelled correctly. It wasn't S Y F Y. The moment the the spelling was changed on that, it died. It, it became garbage. It became a shell of its former self, and that's exactly how I feel about HBO these days. It's not what it used to be, and You know, uh, I don't care for it anymore, because now that there's so many streaming sites now, I really don't have to look or wait for HBO to play something good. The story for Little Monsters is quite simple. It's a new kid who's, you know, not too popular. He doesn't have many friends, and then he meets one cool friend, and they go on an adventure. It's always like that. It's the same cliche of things, but this time, his new friend is a monster who lives under his bed and what I mean by under the bed like there's a passageway to another world full of monsters um it kind of reminds you of the movie Nightbreed if you've ever if anybody has ever seen Clive Barker's Nightbreed this is almost the same thing just without the entranceway through under the bed um it's uh it's such a strange movie but I I recommend you guys go out and watch Nightbreed because you'll see exactly the similarity to what I'm talking about um the big catch with Little Monsters is the fact that if you stay in that monster world for too long, you start to become one of them. And they have like a vampire type complex to where sunlight kills them and they turn into... Um, actually, they just they don't turn into anything. They just disappear and their pile of clothes is just left on the floor. So there's good and bad with being in that monster realm you get to sh- you get to come up to anybody's bed and play pranks and that's basically what the movie is you know Brian and Maurice who is the monster they just go and they play pranks on everybody at school and they have a lot of fun um, that's pretty much what it is but the cast is what really makes this movie the the storyline could be just a little bit of cliché but the cast is what really makes this movie because Brian is played by Fred Savage does he really need an explanation? I'm gonna give you a little bit of a, a little bit of a filmography from him, and we all know him from The Wizard, which I've always wanted to play Super Mario Brothers three on like a big movie screen, like he did in that movie. Um, he was also in a Christmas movie, which I like to call a Christmas movie, but vice versa with Judge Reinhold, classic, 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 and then we all know him obviously from The Wonder Years. I always felt like. Fred Savage was more of a forty-year-old trapped in a, in a fifth-grader's body. He just seemed so mature for his age. Every role that he did, he didn't—he didn't fuck around. I, I just felt like he was way ahead of his time, like an old soul. And then we have Daniel Stern, who is part of Wonder Years as well. Um, he plays Kevin Arnold's uh, older self why, and also the narrator. Um, we all know him from Bushwhacked. I remember him a lot from Born in East L.A. And he's most famously known as Marv from Home Alone. Well, hello. Speaking of Home Alone, we get Devin Ratray, who plays Buzz in that movie. In Little Monsters, he's Ronnie Coleman, the terrorizer, a bully who has one of those shitty mullets to where he looks like he belongs at a NASCAR race. And... There really isn't too much of a difference between Ronnie and Buzz because they're almost identical in in the way that they carry themselves and and the character himself. So that's kind of cool to see. I guess you got to play to their strengths sometimes. And then we get the legendary Ben Savage. Ben Savage, who is Fred Savage's little brother in both real life and in this movie. Ben really doesn't need too much of an introduction because he's fucking Corey Matthews. From Boy Meets World, need I say Any more for that Um, I just think it's funny Seeing him in this movie, because he's so small I just don't, I'm not used to Picturing him that young, and then when he's Walking to the bus stop, he's kind of dressed like Woody from Toy Story I don't know, you guys Gotta watch this movie to see exactly What I'm talking about, like I said a whole bunch Of times, I feel like this podcast Would be better benefited as A video show, which would happen and is going to happen somewhere down the line to round out the best part of this cast we get Howie Mandel if you grew up in the 90s Howie Mandel was one of actually made one of the greatest cartoons of Fox Kids history with Bobby's World uh, we all remember Bobby generic or generic as la- as they wanted to pronounce their last name And how he's been in countless movies. We've seen him in a whole bunch of TV shows. And I kind of feel like it's a little weird because he's such a germaphobe. But he's very touchy in this movie. Uh, I don't understand how that works. I wish I was able to ask him that question. But he plays Maurice. Our fun-loving, hyper, Robin Williams-styled monster. And the reason I say Robin Williams is because Maurice is very fucking hyper Like He doesn't stop moving, he doesn't stop saying jokes, Um, he's very just out there and a bit much at times, but he is a legendary character from the 80s. Little Monsters was rated PG. Now, I feel like in this day and age, that movie would probably have been rated PG-13. I don't know the criteria for what movies were back then and how they were rating them, or if they even watched them. I just felt like somebody said, oh, that's a kid's movie. Okay, cool. PG. Oh, that's a family movie. Okay, cool. PG. But I don't think they really sat down and looked at them. Nowadays, everybody's too damn sensitive about it. And a lot of these movies would have probably been pushing a rated PG almost into an R. Um, You know, you think of movies like The Goonies or Back to the Future or Ghostbusters, which probably today would have been PG-13. But then you get one movie and... That this movie that I'm about to mention right now should have been almost an R if you know if maybe they had and maybe added a bad word or something in there. But Howard the Duck, I actually enjoyed that movie. I know people say it's the worst Marvel movie or one of the worst movies of all time, but Howard the Duck was pretty enjoyable. But if you look at a lot of it now, if you look at it today's in like a today's version or today's standard, you know. It was almost bestiality in this movie. He almost had sex with Leah Thompson. Lucky guy, fucking lucky guy. You know, she even pulls out a condom out of his uh, out of his wallet, and it's like the size of a quarter. And uh, he almost he almost got it. You know, uh, which, like I said today, would have probably been almost an R rating. And then in the movie, at the actually at the beginning, when they show Howard in the the whole duck world, there's duck tits in it. I, I, I you know I said it there are duck titties in Howard the duck it's feathers with nipples on them and it was a woman taking well, actually a female duck taking a shower and they show her pretty much butt naked um, like I said I kind of feel like the rating system back then was probably like oh you know what it's a it's a animatronic duck George Lucas had his hand in it yeah, slap PG on it let's just let it fly. But we all know why we watched Howard the Duck And like I've said before It was Leah Thompson Jesus Christ You know She was even in Back to the Future She was hot in that too Um, Man What a great time to be alive right Brian's room Was something that I always wanted Uh, One of the things I Always admired And I was always jealous of Was watching these kids rooms in the 80's and the 90's Because they had like the coolest shit I always wanted a stop sign or some sort of street sign in my room hanging up with all these lights and all these little gadgets because that's that's what exactly what Brian's room was. He had posters all over the place and then he had, you know, like you know, gadgets and shit that he was making. And speaking of gadgets, how the hell was this dude at the beginning of the movie trying to you know, convince Kirsten who is like the class president or whatever she was to help him with his science project. I don't know if he was just trying to hit on her. And just throwing out the bait. Because he was basically a fucking inventor in his room. If you look at little monsters. He made all kinds of booby traps. To make sure that Maurice did not go back into the into the, the monster world. Um, but like I said. I, I envy kids movies like that. Because seeing them. And seeing these cool rooms that they had. And all I had was like a couple Ninja Turtle posters and I had to share my room with my stupid brother. Um, It's kind of sad. It wasn't a cool room like uh, what's uh, three ninjas. How the hell did they put a sensor somewhere in the hallway that went off when their parents are getting close to their room? Wow. These kids have all must have been. Scientists or inventors Or if I can watch too much Mr. Wizard back in the day or Beekman's World or what was that other loser Bill Nye the science guy Who knows what they did but they always Had the coolest shit I was always, Like I said I've always been Jealous and as you can tell by, by my incoherent rambling That I've always wanted One of those rooms and I'm starting to think As now that I'm an adult maybe I should Make one myself You know like one of those man caves, you know, that everybody kind of brags about these days. This man! No! 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 We do have a bit of a villain in this movie and his name is boy. Now, boy is one of the creepiest things I've ever seen. Um, I don't know whether it's the way he carries himself or he's dressed like a boy Um, a little boy like I guess like a school outfit he's just kind of just weird looking and very creepy um he wants to keep all the kids down there and and to play with him I don't know what the (laughs) what this man's deal is they must have based him off of Michael Jackson I don't know but when I was watching this uh recently I was like you know what I've seen boy in somewhere I've seen him in something, I couldn't put my finger on it, and then it snapped, it dawned on me. If you've ever watched Pulp Fiction, he is Brad. We all know that one, if, actually if you've seen Pulp Fiction, I'm not going to say we all know, but if you've seen Pulp Fiction, you know who Brad is. Be a vegetarian, but I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. You know what they call a quarter pound of a cheese in France. Vincent? Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. You know why they call it that? Uh, Because of the metric system? Check out the big brain on bread. You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. The metric system. Send this. Sprite. Sprite. Good. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash this down? Go right ahead. So many cool scenes in this movie. It's really hard to pick. But if I really did have to choose just one, I'm gonna go ahead and go on a limb and say that after all the pranks that they did, because there was a, there was a, a point in time in this movie where Brian and Maurice came from under the bed and decided to fuck with everybody's rooms. They put peanut butter on the phone. They skinned the cat. They did all kinds of shit. It was just looked like so much fun. Like Drop Dead Fred style fun. They were just making a mess everywhere. And then the next day, all these kids, were, they were getting it from their parents. Like their parents were just, you know, getting after them left and right. And yelling at them and telling them that they were going to go to military school. They just went ape shit because of all the stuff. And then the best prank that they did was Ronnie's, uh, they switched Ronnie's lunch out. They took his tuna fish out and they put uh, cat food in it. And then Maurice drank all the apple juice and pissed in his apple juice. Once again, PG, right? They He pissed in his apple juice. And the next day, you know, Brian was at lunch and he saw him, you know, eat the cat food and drink the piss. Like I said, it was one of the greatest scenes. I, I mean, I, I in this whole movie because I just enjoyed watching that. It was a fun part of this movie. And then somewhere in the middle of all of this fun. The whole movie takes a complete dark turn We find out that Brian's family Is about to be torn apart Because his mother and his father are gonna separate Not a complete divorce But we all know that that, a lot of times it leads that way And after that It just takes a fucking dip This movie is not fun anymore It gets depressing, it gets sad Um You know, Eric, Brian's little brother Gets kidnapped by Boy And his henchman, Snick snick has got this huge hunch on his back. He has like no neck. It's kind of like that guy that was on uh, all over social media that didn't have a neck. But anyways, he uh, boy kidnaps him and threatens to kill Eric. Now Brian's got to go back, but the little bit of an issue is there is Brian doesn't want to go back anymore because he's starting to notice that these monsters aren't as fun aren't as fun as they used to be. They have uh, become assholes. They started scaring babies. They just took shit a little too far. And Brian wants nothing of it. And then to add a little bit to that, he's starting to turn into a monster himself. The sunlight is now affecting him and he wants out. Problem is, is he's gotta go back and get Eric. And like I said, this whole movie takes a complete twist, it gets sad, it gets depressing, and you're just like, Wow, is this even the same movie? But they do defeat Boy Who Boy is when you find out that he is like The only human looking person there His face comes out And he reveals himself to be one of the monsters And then um, you know He dies eventually because Brian And his inventing self Make a suit And a whole bunch of suits for him and his friends And including Ronnie who decides To not be a bully anymore And then they defeat Boy They, uh, They all have these badass light suits on They shine the lights at Boy. Boy turns into a pile of clothes and just disintegrates and he's gone. And that's it. They defeat Boy. Well, remember, Brian is basically stuck as, you know, underground because he's got to beat the Sunrise. Sunrise is about to happen and they have to try to get him out of there. Otherwise, he's going to be stuck down there permanently. So with all the time zones and stuff, they're trying to go out through all these stairs that are leading to other people's beds and stuff. And it just doesn't work out. They they cannot seem to beat the sunlight. And then finally, they find a place and it's a homeless man's bed and they're coming from under his little cot. And um, we get a tearful goodbye. It's a very sad goodbye. And then you feel really bad for Brian and Maurice because, you know, you're thinking the friendship is going to end. And here's where you're wrong. Because Maurice throws a wrench in all this whole sadness and says, oh, you know what? Where there's a bed, there's a way. Bullshit. That makes the whole tearful goodbye meaningless because Brian can always come back up. you know. I'm sorry, Maurice can always come back up and Brian can go back down there and that's it. They can go and have fun. Maurice didn't have to give him his vest. He could have said, hey, look, dude, if you want to come down here and borrow it, sometimes you can. Um, Like I said, it makes the whole goodbye just fucking pointless. But I'm not going to sit here and bash the movie too much because I actually love this movie to death. I mean, you got to sometimes you got to take yourself out and be like, wait a minute. I can't think too logically uh, because this movie isn't one for logical thinkers. Um, I tend to think a little overboard and a little much at times. So I will bash the movies that I love or make fun of them or point out shit that I don't agree with. Um, that doesn't mean I love them any less. It just means that, wow, I didn't think about this when I was a kid. Little Monsters will always be considered a classic in my house and in my mind and heart or whatever you want to call it. And even though I can look back at some of the stuff and just not agree with with some of the things, and it, I'm not saying not agree as, as far as like I'm offended by something. It's just like kind of like, hmm, that doesn't make any sense. But like I said, it's not. this isn't a movie for logical thinkers. This is just one of those, I'm going to turn my brain off and just have a little bit of fun. Um, normally when I mention this movie, and I say Little Monsters, everybody's firstly assuming whatever movie that had the same name a few years back. And I'm like, no, it's not that. And then you get these other ones who are like, oh, you mean Lady Gaga's fans? No, I'm not talking about those idiots either. Um. And then when I go into a little bit of a description of the movie, they're like, oh, that sounds just like Monsters, Inc. And that's where I draw the line. That's where I draw the line. That's where I get offended. That's how I, I get triggered, like the kids say these days. Because no, you fucking jabroni. Monsters, Inc. stole from little monsters. I, I think Disney thinks that they're kind of, you know, slick by ripping off a whole bunch of movies that, that nobody really paid attention to back in the day. And then just slapping a, a nice colorful paint on it and calling it theirs. They did the same thing with Short Circuit when they when they ripped that off and turned it into Wally. Um, but no, Monsters, Inc. is a clean ripoff. You can go ahead and Google it and judge for yourselves. One thing I failed to mention at the beginning of this was the fact that I always wanted to try peanut butter and onion sandwiches because of Brian. I don't. The combination sounds disgusting, but for some reason it looked good in this movie. It had no business. That sandwich had no business looking that good. But I always wanted to try it. I've just been too much of a chicken shit to even attempt it. Um, but one thing I will say that I wanted to try from this movie that I should have is the Little Monsters hotline. Yes, that is correct. Back in the day, I think that everything had a hotline where you need your parents' permission, and it was. You know, $100 a minute after the first two. Uh It's such a strange thing. I wish I would call it. I should have called it before I made this recording. Um, But here's a little commercial for it. Ah! The Little Monsters movie is about to begin. But before it does, I've got to fill you in. Want to win some super prizes when you're not alone? Because the phone's as close as your telephone. Dial M for Monsters. It's 95 cents a minute for a game so ready. What a time to be alive Everything had a phone call to it Everything had like a hotline Um, I even think wrestling had hotlines back then too I think WCW had them Uh, I remember WWF may have had them But I still haven't had the, uh, The fortitude Or the grapefruits To make this phone call I'm kind of afraid that I'm going to end up calling One of those sex lines Remember those commercials back then Where the girls were like Pick up the phone Only talk live to your special lady tonight International long distance rates apply As low as 50 cents a minute Adults only By L&B Media Pick up the phone Cat got your tongue That is a You know what that's the exact last time I'm going to imitate that But um you know, those, those commercials were just crazy. You know, the the what a time to be alive back in the 80s and the 90s. It just seemed like way too much fun for us to even think about. And I felt like a lot of us kind of took it for granted. But one thing I will not take for granted was the prices for VHSs. When Little Monsters came out on VHS, it was priced at $89.95. What kind of shit was that? Um, I really don't understand why they were priced so high. Maybe if, if you're listening to this and you're still with me after all this BS that I talked, let me know if you know the answer to that. Like, I don't understand why VHSs were priced so high. But luckily for us, today, if you go on Amazon, Little Monsters on Blu-ray, full HD, 1080p, is on sale right now for seven dollars $7.50. It's not that bad. If you're a Prime member, this shit will get to you in two days i'm not uh, affiliated with amazon i'm not getting paid for this but i do love this movie and you can either buy the physical media like the like i said the blu-ray or it's on netflix It, it you know obviously everything can be on netflix at some point in time but this movie in particular is on there so don't forget to uh check me on instagram and you can also email me if you don't like me or if you do like anything that i say all that contact information is going to be in the description of this show please don't forget to like rate subscribe do whatever you can to spread the word if you like what i have to say and support this show just go ahead and go out there and tell people that uh you know this guy's an idiot uh, but he makes time go by just a little bit fast who knows whatever compliments or if you want to leave me negative com- you know comments I don't care about that either, it's fun. Any reaction is better than no reaction. So, I'll see you guys next time.